0: Hello and welcome back to the Let's Backflip show. I'm your host, Ryan Fring, Creative Director here at Backflip. And today, I'm actually going to participate not as the host. I will actually be the guest and Madalena will be hosting. So this is this is a fun one. Um, I hope that we can actually post the outtakes of the whole episode uh, because sometimes Madalena can get nervous when she's in front of a camera. Um, and this original, all season one, uh, was filmed in front of a camera and we sliced off the audio for the podcast. And when Madeline is in front of the camera, she is just truly in rare form. So we spent about thirty-five minutes uh, trying to start, uh, stopping, and starting, and it just being a wreck. But we did get to a really good place at the end. Um, so this is a this is an eight-minute conversation that we had about millennial marketing. That um, that was really fun. We have a couple examples um, and some things to think about when when somebody asks can you market to the millennials you know it sounds kind of like a thing an old person would say but a lot of people are looking to target millennials and even uh gen z now or, or i don't know who the next generation is so this is the next episode we have uh it's actually the end of our first season So this is the end of all the stuff that we recorded video on. And then we have the next four episodes, which will have video. But then after that, it's just going to be a little bit more like a regular blog where vlog, no podcast. What are we doing here? Where I get to talk to everybody on the team about various things that they're writing about and doing and just the really interesting things uh, in the creative world that we're up to. So that will start next week uh, with an explainer episode because we're also putting ourselves through our own marketing processes to make sure that things are always interesting. So that's why we've decided to change the format a few different times to try and reach our market in a better way. So without further ado, here's episode 19, Millennial Marketing with myself and Madalena.
1: the Let's Clip Show. I'm Madalena, producer and digital strategist, and we have Ryan here, who is not hosting, That's right. but talking yep. to the host.
0: In eight quick minutes.
1: Let's do it. Yeah, so what are we, are we talking about? Millennial marketing.
0: Millennial marketing. What do you want to know?
1: Well, define it.
0: Yeah, so that's uh, that's a great place to start because um, sometimes people do ask, uh, you know, how do we market to millennials? Mm-hmm. Uh, we want to get into millennial marketing. And the, the questions you have to start with um, are what are the product that we're marketing and who are we marketing to? Uh, and if, if it really kind of comes out that, yeah, we are going to target millennials and it is a product, product related to them, then it makes a lot of sense. Otherwise, you don't want to market, you know, a product that is not for them or in a way that is not good for them. Um, kind of some basic uh, marketing principles that you consider every time. So uh, millennials are just a new group of people to market to.
1: Um, What are characteristics?
0: Oftentimes when we think about millennials, uh, we think kind of about some of those negative things, Um, like they're always on their phone or texting, uh, like they have short attention spans, um, they move from job to job very quickly. So those are kind of negative sides of the coin. If you look at the positive sides, uh, that's really where we want to be when we think about a target audience and what speaks to them. Um, So in that instance of uh, always being on their phone or texting, well, it's because they're Engaged in social activities, or uh, they 're communicating a lot, so how do we create something that can be in that that medium or that area? Um, they care a lot about their careers they don 't want to just get stuck in one place they want to move up, they want to learn, they want to grow they want to always better themselves and better the organizations they 're at so there 's something to that growth and then the um, the attention span informs kind of the tools and mediums that we, we look at so for instance uh instagram has a different video length that you can have than twitter than facebook and in, in ascending order instagram is one minute twitter is a minute 40 um <clears throat> facebook is as long as you want um but they each kind of have different functionality and they actually bring back vine i don't know if you knew that wow. Vine 2.0 really so we'll get six second videos again but that really helps you helps you think about the form that your marketing needs to take uh, take shape into, so that is kind of some of the qualities of who they are um, and then where they're at. Another one is that they can really uh, really tell authentic messages. Um, you know, they can smell it a mile away. Uh, if you're not being authentic about your communication, then they don't want to hear it and they'll flick on by or mm-hmm. they'll change the channel if they're even watching channels. I don't know. Do you have cable? Nope. Nope, no cable. So, not even watching channels, um, but flick on by. So, we want to think about. Who we're marketing for, what their characteristics are, um, and what mediums they're at, and then shape our marketing for that. And um, we're going to be writing a couple case studies on a couple projects from 2017 <coughs> regarding this. Um, and one specifically is with Madison Gas and Electric, uh, which they have a great—I uh, um, forget a specific title over there, but— um, he is in charge of marketing uh, for one of the groups and has a great passion um, and has found great success in marketing towards millennials with us. Yeah. Um, and what we've been able to do with him is create these short films that really um, kind of build up the community by showing community members doing unique, authentic things um, in a mm-hmm. film storytelling mode, which has been a fantastic experience for me and Backflip. Um, And I know that they've seen uh, success with these marketing efforts. Um, And I think those films, the fresh cuts, um, Electric City, Meter Things, and there's more coming out. But I think those really target um, kind of those modes and qualities that we find with millennials. The mode of authenticity and seeing something unique um, and hearing hearing that similar story to who they are uh you know Fresh Cuts is about a barber who is passionate about cutting hair and it's it's an art uh to him and um you know we see that in the film and then Electric City is about an artist another artist and I guess that's kind of one of the core themes is the artistry at the heart of everyone uh that comes out in different ways. So he does music and then graphic design, um, but he looks at the world differently. You know, that's kind of his perspective. And
1: I think an interesting thing that they successfully accomplished in this sort of campaign is addressing an issue or a topic that's not necessarily exciting, which is energy and being efficient with your energy and also like acknowledging like your passion requires this type of energy. And I think they did a really good job without like being too on the nose about it, mm-hmm. um, creatively coming up with these videos that showcase that use of energy and why MG&E is friendly for millennials as well. Um, and they're, they're a cool brand. So I think that's an <clears throat> interesting point too.
0: Well, and that's that's rehab. really good because I was talking, you know, I was very specifically when I get going talking about art. Yeah. But the business side is, is fundamentally important because it doesn't happen without mm-hmm. that. And that was one thing where um, it was kind of this perfect mesh in in Charlie and Charles Warner um, over at MGE, where he has such a passion and love for film and cinema um, that his ideas kind of naturally go down that path while at the same time. Providing this branding experience for a company who uh, doesn't normally do things like this or for a a, um, type of company, you know, power companies are not doing uh, any kind of groundbreaking art or marketing in terms of commercials or films or anything like that. Mm -hmm. So, um, they're really trailblazing with this millennial marketing, but at, at its heart are those true stories, um, that are paired with this brand of energy. And that's, that's the interesting thing you're talking about of not hitting people over the head with it, not being on the nose, um, but just showing, Hey, you know, at the, uh, at the end of the day. Without electricity, you're not using those electric clippers or you're not DJing. You're not doing graphics. Um, you're not vlogcast uh, vlog cast or vlogging mm-hmm. uh, like YouTube-ing. in meter things. Yeah, YouTubing, or whatever. Vlogging. That's how you tell I'm older because I say things like vlog instead of YouTubing. Is YouTubing a verb?
1: To be a YouTuber. They now change it to influencers Influencer, if they're successful yeah. YouTubers. That's been a little while. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. So, you know, finding that target audience, defining who they are, uh, where they are, and then really kind of melding that (coughs) into your brand messaging is important.
1: Mm -hmm. I mean, there's other case studies too, kind of like the MG one where it's like boring subjects or, um, just like not glamorous things to talk about, but should be. And it's like, how do you, the younger generations are always the ones that they're trying to target. Mm -hmm. So millennials right now. Um, so there's this director, Lily Zapata, Um, and my dad was working with her a few years ago. She was making a documentary. And so it was around water conservation and, um, kind of, she was shooting in India and about, um proper ways of going to the, like going to the bathroom versus like going out in the open. And so, um, she was talking to me, I was, I was FaceTiming her, asking her about it all. And she's like, the one problem I had was, um, I was obviously getting attention from like your dad and people who care about water conservation and, um, humans, like, uh, like human, um, sanitation, human sanitation, um, proper human sanitation and stuff. And so she's like, how do I like target, like the millennials and the younger audiences who will make a difference. Um, and so she came up with this campaign called everyone shits. And so that's how she branded this documentary. And it got so much attention by like my mm. age, people even younger. Um, so it's just like also like being cool and like loose with your language, really, especially that that worked for her and getting this documentary I'm
0: curious, too, uh, with the branding of that, the, you know, generation of everybody poops, Mm -hmm. uh, which I can't remember when when that book came out. Maybe we can look it up. Uh, Millennials grew up kind of with that. So it's it's a familiar concept as well. Mm -hmm. But that it seems like that is a twist on it that is more adult Mm -hmm. Uh, and then looking at real issues, which is is another thing millennials care about. They care about stewardship and charities Mm -hmm. and, you know, really helping build up the world.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's so many case studies. There's also um, a current Super Bowl ad there's a T not actually sorry not Super Bowl ad Um, it actually came out last year and it was pretty I can't remember what um, agency produced it but it was for um, the Syrian refugee crisis Mm. and everything and just to bring awareness to it Um, and during the time there was this huge phenomenon called one second storytelling and so you would there's an app that you could get on your phone and you take for a year you take a one second video holy smokes and then I would
0: fail after day two.
1: Yeah, I mean it. It's it was. Fun. I tried. I couldn't do it. My friend <laughs> she did it, and it was it was awesome. And um, so any second of the day of that day, you just you know take a video. <clears throat> and so um, this nonprofit used this trending thing that millennials were using um, as a form of storytelling to produce this phenomenal short story about, and wow. it, it was bringing awareness that um, this like you having to like. Your village, or even it was a family in England. They used um, like any you could become like you could be in the middle of a war. Like it doesn't happen to just people in the Middle East or in Northern Africa. What doesn't happen? Um, War Uh, and having people have to like flee their country. Mm -hmm. So is the the family they use this fictional family was from England, and so you did you don't ever think that you know, England's going to be in the middle of this huge war. And they use the one second of this little girl. And it was, it was very powerful and effective, um, in the storytelling and also reminding people of all generations that, you know, this doesn't just happen to people in the Middle Mm -hmm.
0: East. What, what do you think was most engaging about it? Like what most spoke to you?
1: I mean, even the campaign itself, like it can happen to anyone was powerful. It's like, well, yeah, yeah, that's so true. Cause I didn't think of it that way. I never thought of myself being in the middle of a war mm-hmm. and having to flee the United States or, or Wisconsin. But, um, <clears throat> just, I think it was powerful, the, the creative of it mm-hmm. and approaching it, um, and creating a two, two minute video out of one second clips.
0: So, uh, millennial marketing, um, it is kind of a hot topic, or mm-hmm. you know, thing people like to say right now, kind of like viral was uh, ten years ago. Um, but really, it's it's all in the same vein of, of marketing as as is normal. So it's about considering who your target is, um, what they what they do, uh, and where you can reach them. So it's it's basically just another version of that. The other, <laughs> I guess, the other thing that's unique about it is that we can experiment a lot more. Oh yeah, um, a lot more conventional. Targets um, often have maybe less creative opportunity mm-hmm. um, because you know, people fifty five and over or even older than that don't really want to see some kind of uh, behind the scenes uh, goofy thing in a store. You know, whereas millennials will appreciate that, even Gen mm-hmm. Xers will appreciate things like that. Um, and so, I think in in marketing to younger audiences, you have an opportunity to do just different things or or try to create new things. I mean, there there are no new stories, but, Mm -hmm. um, try to create new things. So to bring that back to your question of, are we going to do more millennial marketing? It depends on the clients, you know, who, who needs, um, who needs to market towards that age group. And I think the people that I grew up with, um, are finding themselves, you know, having moved up and, and been in their careers for a while in positions of digital marketing or creative marketing or commercial marketing. And so they're starting to reach out to us and we're seeing a group that wants to try new things, um, even for their older generations. Like, hey, let's look at this in a unique way and try to do something new. And so I think just across the board, there's a great renewal uh, and a great re- desire to um try to create new stories in, in marketing.
1: Mm-hmm. So thanks so much for letting me host. Hey,
0: glad to be here. Thank you so much. You did fantastic. When yes. we got to it, the last 10 minutes were fantastic. I hope we have a super cut of the previous 35 minutes of us trying to uh, actually do so something. It's a rocky It was star. such a travesty, <laughs> But this is great. All right, that's our episode for today. Thank you so much for listening. And if you haven't yet, please make sure you hit that subscribe button, like, I don't know if you can do that on a podcast app, but you can on social. And if you haven't yet, leave us a review. Let us know what you thought. um, Ask questions. Let us know what you want us to talk about. This is the end of season one, which basically means the stuff we recorded like a year ago. And now season two will start next week with new content from earlier this year. And after four episodes, we'll be basically caught up to conversations that we're having right now now. So please do leave a review. That'll help other people find it, share it, um, click on all the hearts that you can wherever your podcasts are sold. So that's it for this week. Tune in next week. All right. Bye. (laughs)